Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the That's How We See It podcast. I am one of your hosts, Kayak, for now, alongside the notorious, the unstoppable, the unstoppable, the the alien moving, alien alien plunging, Seth. Oh, I thought you were just calling me an alien. He isn't an he is an alien in his own way, or or maybe I'm not. That's up to you. We'll never know. It's just another conspiracy. Dude, big, big news. Okay, all right, what's up? Big, big news. That's how we see it is now the number one podcast with how and see in the title. (laughs) And I think that's a huge testament to our hard work and our um, uh, dedication. 11 episodes in a year. Oh no, dude! It was more than that. So How many do we have? What, what number is this? I think we have thirteen. But this I've, is number thirteen. I think yeah, this is either thirteen or fourteen. I'm not entirely sure because I might have deleted one. If this one's thirteen, then that would be fitting. Why? I don't know. You don't know. Thirteen is a uh, unlucky. Actually, dude, funny fact: thirteen has been a very interesting number in my life. A lot of stuff has happened around the number 13. What happened when you were 13, Kaiki? Well, I was 13. My birthday was on May 13th. It's still on May 13th, Are believe it sure or not. Are you sure you want to tell everybody this on the podcast? What happened when you were 13? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I rode the my bus. My bus number was 13. Was in it? middle school. Yeah, 13. I'll never forget that. I was 13. I just turned I just turned 13 on like Friday the 13th or something and I rode the bus 13. I thought I was going to die that day. Wait. I'm not going to lie. Wait. Your birthday is actually on the 13th. Yes. And it was Friday the 13th. I don't remember if it was Friday the 13th the day I turned 13. So sometimes your birthday is on Friday the 13th. Yes, sometimes. Actually that uh, actually it hitting right in that month is probably like not very often. Probably not. That's why I thought I was going to Has die. it ever happened to you? What? Your birthday on Friday the 13th. Yes, it has. Like multiple times. Yeah, and it's been That's raining. That's even creepier. And it rains most of the time. Well, it's May, so. Exactly. It's to be expected. What is it? May showers? No, no. No, April showers. Exactly. It's supposed to be sunny, but it's always raining on my birthday. Damn. Yeah, so that, yeah. So what? Uh, so it's strange that I just brought that up. Or, it, it no, is, actually, you brought that up. You said it's the thirteenth podcast. That's right. Remember when we used to do? Remember the old days of the podcast before we got all the millions of the followers and all that crazy stuff. <laughs> you know, I was thinking about that today. Really, the good times. Yeah, I was thinking about the good old times <laughs> before we had to worry about you know everything. Yeah, all and, the fans and, and corporate America up our asses all the time. Yeah. Because they they want to give us money, of course. Freaking corporate. Because we have a podcast. Yeah, they think they can do whatever they want. Just throwing money at us. Oh, but what I was saying, remember when we used to, or maybe it was just like once or twice, we'd say what we were drinking. 
Yeah, yeah. That, I was actually going to bring that up too. What are we drinking today, Seth? We're having a nice Sace pack of soul. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who don't know, Seth just had to count up to six in Spanish. Yeah, I couldn't get off to, the air. To I couldn't make sure. I couldn't get to seis without uno, cuatro, cinco. Wait, uno, 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 dos, tres, cuatro, cinco. Dude. Okay. I've only had half a soul. Half a soul. You didn't even say what we were drinking. You said a, a six seis, pack. A seis pack of soul. Okay, there you go. This is actually kind of interesting because uh, it kind of ties into my big topic that I was telling you about. But I don't want to start the podcast with this the topic. Spanish. What? No, it's not. Has nothing to do with Spanish. Maybe next week. You I'll, have to. I'll look dude. up. I mean, you kind of have to, because I still don't know what you're gonna tell me. I know. Well, it, it just kind of sets the mood for the rest of the podcast. Well, the and mood, I want it to be a little, a little lighter in the beginning, and the then the mood of this podcast right now. Well, for me, since the beginning has been all right. I want to know what Kaiki has to talk about. Now that we're having this conversation, congratulations. This is now the mood of the entire podcast because now everybody, if we move on to something else, somebody's going to be like, or actually not somebody, everybody's going to be like, Wait, well, here's the crazy thing, Seth. Oh God. No matter what topic I tell you, you could think it, it is the topic. That's true. But you'll never know until I said that was the topic. Okay. So I'm just going to go in a random order and we'll just see how, how things go. All right. Well, that's. All right, let's let's, let's start off from for the from the top. I wanted to address our audio problems we've been having. I wanted to apologize to all of our fans. Yeah, our, our audio hasn't been the best, and that's on on us. We will fix that issue very soon. It's on our tech guy. It, it is the yeah. It's a hundred percent the tech guy. The, we we need a new tech guy. Yeah, like this this guy's not working out right now. So anyway, yeah. So just, I don't even want to get started on him. <laughs> Shut up. I don't, just don't even. He he doesn't know how to do. All right, all right. Yeah, let's okay. just move on from the tech guy. He, he's actually in the room with us, and I think he might have overheard us. Yeah, he might have, he might have peed a little bit. <laughs> okay, so the first topic that we left off last week hmm. that I think we should bring back up is about the virtual baby. Yeah. Um, Which I think is very interesting. I mean, what's what's the word on the virtual baby? Because I picture, did we we brought it up, right? We did, but we cut it we cut it short. Oh, okay, and then moved on. I'm picturing by now. How long has it been since we? It was, what two weeks? Three weeks? Two and a half weeks? I think it's been two weeks, maybe a week, dude. Honestly, maybe it's been it's been a busy week. But I'm just like picturing like your sister just like ripping her hair out like she's so annoyed with it by now like she's just ready to throw it out the window like a cartoon. okay let's all right let's go in a little more detail so my sister is taking care of this virtual baby that's why i asked if we went if we lap if we talked about it last time we we did but you know we could be having new fans people you know sharing the word yeah a lot of new yeah that is true constant so influx my sister for her, one of her psychology classes, she has to take care of this virtual baby. And this virtual baby is given a bunch of scenarios throughout its life. And by the end of the semester, the baby is going to be an 18-year-old kid. Whoa. And theoretically, he's going to turn out a certain way depending on 
the answers you answer in the questionnaire throughout the semester. So you start. It starts off as an infant, which, by the way, is very limited on the racial selection that she said, <laughs> and yeah, she it, it yeah, develops. We, you know, she as couldn't the pick a baby goes. that looked like her. She couldn't. She I, mean, I think that's. I think that is messed up. Her baby had a huge head. Yeah, it looked like a burrito with a. I never a saw the baby. Head. I'm still trying to see the baby. It's probably you so grown it? up by now. No, it's probably like ten years old. <laughs> it's yeah, it's probably a toddler. Yeah, dang, I'll never. Uh, they oh, grow oh, up oh, so. Oh. They literally grow up so fast. Dude, uh, th- my brother told me uh, something interesting. It's not that interesting. He just said you're considered an infant. What was it? A newborn within six months. After six months, you're considered an infant. And once you're three, no, I think it might be two or maybe it was one. I can't believe I'm messing this up. Anyway, then you're considered a toddler and then a child and then a teenager or adolescent Adolescent. and then a young adult and then an adult. And then I forgot the word. Teenager is totally a thing, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, that's like adolescence. Yeah, but there's I think there's adolescence and then there's teenage. You know, because there's that middle point between child and teenage. Like adolescence doesn't quite sum it up. Are you looking it up? Oh, dude, you got a new phone. Or maybe you had that last time. I've had this. Oh. I'm trying... Gosh, I, I'm trying to look up the name for the old person. It's like uh, geriatrics. It just hit me. I didn't even see it. Geriatrics? Yeah, geriatrics. That's, I thought that was like a word. It is a word. Oh, but that's a person too? <laughs> that's a classification of age. Oh, okay. So, I thought, I thought, no, I thought, you, I thought you just said, I'm trying to look this guy up. And you're like, oh, no. geriatrics. That's no. his name. No, no, no. Well, it's, it's a, all right, here's a definite. It's a noun. It's a branch of medicine or social science dealing with the health and care of old people. So, you know, like pediatrics would be young children. Yeah, and geriatrics. Geriatrics is old people. I don't like know what's... White dudes. I don't know what's in between, I guess. Named just, Jerry. Jerry. <laughs> what if geriatrics was just like every guy named Jerry just gets like, I don't know. You can only be seen if your name is Jerry. Yeah, if your name is Jerry. And like <laughs> some dudes try to sneak in. Jerry gets special treatment. I've never met a Jerry in my life. I've met a Jerry. How was but, he? He was actually like a goth, like pothead. Who really? Made, who makes pizzas and has like big ass gauges. Um, yeah. So and he really likes WWE. So that's really? like totally like not a Jerry. Like you. Yeah. That's not how I pictured a Jerry. Yeah. I feel he bamboozled. Had, that guy definitely fled some country and is now working here undercover because that is not a Jerry. Yeah. He, maybe or it's, he killed somebody. And left the, left his city and seeking protection. asylum. By the way, uh, one of our listeners told me that our last pot or not our last one of our last podcasts when we were talking about Edward Snowden, we couldn't remember the word asylum. So we talked about it for like five minutes trying to remember that word, and he asylum. was screaming at us saying "asylum, asylum," but we we just couldn't remember it. So I'm using it now. Using what? The word asylum. <laughs> okay. What were you saying? No, uh, something about Jerry, man. Yeah. Jerry. He's just a guy. 
Yeah, so he clearly killed somebody in. Oh yeah, and, we were talking about witness protection program. No, dude, the I th- that might be it. You think he's, so? He's sketchy. How old is he? Like twenty eight. Dude, that's like. Yeah. Th- that's like twenty years. Not we're, twenty years. That's like ten years that he could have. We're done on to you, Jerry. Yeah, Jerry. Uh, it's a good thing you don't know our real names. I mean, all he has to do is look at the like the, uh, no, the cover nope. art of he's, the podcast. He's blind. And I'm, and he can't tell because I edited our faces very much. So. I know, but it doesn't matter how much you edit our faces. Our, our first and last names are written very clearly. <laughs> Seth, on. don't tell him this information. It's a podcast. It's already assumed. All right, well. Well, that's our. those are our aliases. Don't kill me, Jerry, please. They certainly don't reflect what's on our driver's licenses. That's right. Heavens no. Or our Facebooks. I don't have a Facebook. Yeah, me either. Government can't track me. Okay, so that was the second topic, the virtual baby. Wait, but we didn't even talk about the virtual we baby. We didn't. Dude. We just kind of grazed over it again. <laughs> this poor child's not getting any attention. Exactly. So how do you think it's going to turn out? And I wonder, I really want, I honestly don't want to sign up for the class, but like I want my own virtual baby. Dude, you have to pay for this vir- virtual baby. I mean, that's that's realistic. <laughs> it's, But it's it's not real. Yeah, but I mean, they're they're going for realism. And I like, want to know like the and they basically die at the end of the semester because you never see them again. It's like you're paying for a baby that you you'll never. That's depressing. I know. But then you can just go and have a real baby. But you can't just throw that one away. You can't. Don't. Okay. All right. <laughs> Did you think I, was I thought you were gonna say you can't. No. I was about to say no. No. No, but I wonder what the options are at the end of like the baby's run, like at the end of the semester, like if it's just like your baby is in prison. Uh, yeah, that's one of the options. No way. It's not like uh, actually it might be that exactly. Tana- your, your baby is a drug addict. Yeah, they. T- my sister said it's like that. That's, detailed. Huh? It's like super. A super it's de- yeah, it's like you can see it. It looks like a, a video game character, and it's like dressed a certain way, and like. They have a certain haircut and like they have hobbies and stuff listed out. I have to know what her baby's like. And I I, I want to like do whatever this is so I can see how my baby like. Play I know. It. Like not actually I wouldn't play it real because then I would just have a fucking normal ass virtual baby. Who wants a normal ass virtual baby in the first place? <laughs> like if you have a virtual baby, have a hardcore virtual baby. Like, you know, you would sabotage your own virtual baby. I mean, dude, it's a virtual you would, baby. <laughs> the questions would be like. So your son comes home late at 11.30, two, two hours past curfew. What do you do? Ask him what he was doing. A, nothing. B, spank him. C, uh, try to be friends with him and ask him what's going on or what he did. Dude, I would, or, I would make every decision to have my child be like... Um, like an evil Knievel or just like some dude who just like jumps... Like just does crazy stuff like that. What if he ends up being like the, like the pansiest guy, because because of if that. If I'm actively controlling this virtual baby, that is, that is, a virtual impossibility. You think? Uh, but some people say when you're too hard on your son, you know. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. That's too. what you're getting at. Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe that's maybe they know that and have that in the algorithm or whatever. 
that could be the case. That would be interesting to play out, but I would certainly be going for like um like a hardcore like punk rock baby that like rides dirt bikes and like has a mohawk. It's really <laughs> it's interesting too cuz I think that there are like different storylines you can follow. So like nobody will get the same question. Really. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cuz there's so many questions and one leads to another. I need to play this game. It's not a game. <laughs> it sounds like it. And I don't know, like, you know, I don't know if you if you can just speed up the process or if you actually have to wait six months to find out what your virtual baby turns into. Yeah, just what like would speed you rather run do? it. I mean, yeah. I would I would love to speed run it and see like how many different ways it can go and like how awesome I can get a baby to be. But it's also kind of scary because like what if you do everything right? What if you do everything right in the with the virtual baby and it turns out to be a crackhead and then you're like so you're you're like I can't do everything right with my child. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then your child turns out to be a crackhead. That's that's one hundred percent possibility. And that's what usually I mean might happen. You, I mean you, you, you talk to these you're people. basically like I mean, and this is just school, like any type of like specialized like education in general, but like you're like trusting these people to like, you know what I'm saying? When you're learning about how to raise a child and like what to do and what not to do, you're kind of trusting the people who made the software that taught you if you're taking something like this or if you really take that information with you and like base your whole like parenting off so, of this one class. in a way, the people who made the software are controlling are raising you to raise your vir- your virtual baby how they want and eventually their real baby. How they want. See, and they didn't want us to talk about this dog <laughs> we, we got him seth we we're, we're on to you baby we're virtual baby makers dude that's it man virtual baby that's makers it. i just said that <laughs> virtual baby makers virtual baby makers we're on to them but dude that's but they're crazy. real baby makers because like i said they're affecting humans who yeah. affect the virtual baby who eventually affect real but if you assume that like you know, somebody would be willing to do such a despicable act and you could also, uh, if, if, if one would assume that you could apply it to a bigger scale. To, okay. All right. We're, we're switching topics to, ev- to, we get, are. to more than just the baby making class to other like classes in this, like maybe what, what are you like, talking about? Some people know what I'm talking about. Okay. That's all right. Let's move on to the next topic. <laughs> so we have, Topic about defecation. One of them. (laughs) We have a topic about defecation, and another topic about defecation involving me. Oh, let's do the let's do the the first defecation topic without defecation. Okay, the one that has nothing to do with you. Well, this one's just an interesting topic for people who don't know. Uh, Apparently, mainlander Chinese people they have these special pants that are slit down the middle on the back. So they can just pop a squat wherever they want, poop, and just stand right back up and walk away. Mm-hmm. And it happens everywhere. It happens in the main cities and everywhere else. On the streets. On concrete. On concrete. Now, on concrete, it's problematic. You know, because it's fucking concrete. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's not alive. It's not going to take any type of... It's uh-huh. just, it, your your poop's not gonna decompose on the concrete. It's just gonna fucking wash away. Are you so trying that's to say disgusting. That it's okay to, to poop on people's front lawns. 
No, I mean it's okay for dogs too. You know what I'm saying? Poop on not grass. Not even. Not even. I know people, very personally, who will watch their dog poop on someone's yard, pick it up, take it into their house, and flush it down the toilet. Yeah, but that's an aesthetic thing. That's not. That's not like. No, no, no. Not on their yard. Their on somebody else's yeah. yard. Yeah. Yeah. Because because they don't want their neighbor to get mad at them because it's an aesthetic thing. You don't nobody wants a, a fucking a cartoon poop on their on their lawn, like a perfect little triangle poop emoji on their <laughs> You're lawn. Right. But you don't think flushing it down the toilet's weird? Flushing what down the toilet? The poop that they picked up. Um I mean, so this actually is gonna kind of answer my question. <laughs> I do think it's weird. I, I definitely do think it's weird, but for this reason because and this kind of ties into like a South Park episode that I saw but um okay. I, I read this article about hippos namely Pablo Escobar's hippos and wait wait Pablo Escobar had hippos yes so he, Pablo Escobar had a zoo and um in Mexico or wait no no was he no, no not Pablo Escobar El Chapo uh, no it was Pablo Escobar it was Pablo Escobar okay so Pablo Escobar's Colombian Colombian, whatever. Uh, I was getting confused. El Chapo, with El Chapo is Mexican. It was. I'm pretty sure it was one of them. Maybe it was El Chapo because this was recent. Actually, yeah, this was recent, recent. So it was El Chapo. El Chapo had a zoo, um, and he had a personal zoo for like his family and friends. He got arrested. Obviously, we all know how that went. That was pretty recent. And so the other zoos, like the actual zoos around the area, could take every animal but the hippos. He had four of them. And they just put him in some random place. They put him in a lake. And since the time that they put him in the lake, the four hippos have turned into 84 hippos. And they have killed every single, like, living creature in that entire lake. Not from eating them, but because they shit all in the lake. No way. And their microbiomes cause harmful algae to to grow in the lake. And when whatever eats it or whatever comes in contact with it, it just dies. Dude, no way. So it's, it's so it's so just the fact that a drug dealer owned four hippos and nobody knew what the hell to do with them because they didn't want to kill them and they put them in the lake. This happened. So when you flush poop down the toilet and it goes to wherever it goes and it eventually ends up to a totally like a, like an ecosystem, like it does it does a lot. And I was, and it got me like that article got me thinking if four hippos, well, really at this point, 84 hippos, if 84 hippos in one lake, I don't know how big the lake was, but it wasn't a pond. It was a lake. Four hippos pooping in a lake can have that kind of drastic effect on the ecosystem. Imagine what we're doing. You know what? That is so funny you mentioned that because that's also a part of that really interesting topic that I the poop ta- topic. Yeah. So it all ties in great. Somewhat, but I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about it later. What? Yo, you the the Kaiki's poop topic? No, 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 the other topic. Oh, the the one I made a big deal about. Oh. Um, uh, okay. Yeah. You know what I think? Why that happened? Uh, don't hippos in Africa, uh, their normal habitat is like a flowing river. So maybe like the poop gets washed away or something and doesn't have time to build up in a body of water. Well, and maybe the thing, the thing about like life in general is 
things that are from a certain area, the things themselves, like hippos, as well as the ecosystem that they live in, are built around each other. You know what I'm saying? Those rivers and whatever's in those rivers, it's life. It, like, it's life. It's, like, generation. Like, it's upbringing. It's evolution is based on hippos shitting in that river. You know what I'm saying? Whatever type of stuff grows inside that river is, is a, like, hippo shit is a part of it. <clears throat> I have two things to say to that. One, uh, at, at work today, we were actually talking about how stink bugs and... Um, uh, kuzu is it called kuzu kudzu kudzu yeah stink bugs kudzu and bamboo were all brought here from asia mm-hmm. and they've had such a huge effect on our ecosystem it's exactly. ridiculous because there's no natural predator of, of the stink bugs or kudzu if you or look, bamboo if you look up so it's everywhere if you look up the if you look up the triangle trade in a different context, like not the slavery context, but like the trade context, mm-hmm. um, everything we love here in America would not be here. Like, I, and of course, it didn't have to be the triangle trade. It could have, it would have happened eventually. But without like other, without us getting stuff from other countries, like we wouldn't have half the stuff we have now. Like we would have never had horses. Italy oh, would have yeah. never had tomatoes. Oh like, yeah, dude. It's just stuff like that. Like, and now it's just everywhere. And then kudzu is like just one of those recent things. And it's like there's there's it's places all, it's everywhere too. Yeah, there's places like you'll just pass places and there's just kudzu all over everything. Yeah. Um, that actually brings up. I want to say two more things about what you just said. Um, <clears throat> and I'll give you a hint of what. Okay, so the main topic is about Liberia that I was making a big deal about Mm -hmm. and one of the interesting things about liberia is that they have a beach it's called west beach i think this is the this is the juice this is a very small part of the juice okay they have a beach so they don't have plumbing or running water in liberia like they they rarely have it Mm -hmm. and most people can't afford it and it's so bad that Almost everybody goes to this beach to poop. And there's poop everywhere. It's an entire beach of poop. That's atrocious. Yes. And obviously, Liberia is filled with malaria and AIDS. They have a huge problem with both of them. Mm-hmm. And diarrhea. One of the le- the three... Wait, what did I say? AIDS, diarrhea, and... Malaria. Malaria. Yeah, those are one of the top five, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure we talked about it at some point in the podcast. It's one of the top five deadliest things in the world that kill people. Those three things. So, that's one thing. It was the Poop River, or not Poop River, the Poop Beach. What else did you just say? The hippos in the lake. No. Oh, the slave trade. Liberia, funny enough, this is really interesting. Funny? You think it's funny? It's not. (laughs) It's not funny. All right. (laughs) Really interesting. So this is this is gonna be crazy. Um Liberia was actually kind of recolonized by uh 
American slaves who were sent back to Liberia from America in the 1800s by President Monroe. That's why the capital of Liberia is called Monrovia, is because a lot of those people sent to Liberia were prior slaves in America. Mm -hmm. And what's crazy is that once they got to Liberia, they started enslaving people. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's just human psychology, really. I mean, if you're if you're not aware enough, if somebody does something devastating to you, you're gonna turn around and do it to somebody else, and that goes from the smallest level to the to the biggest level. You think so? I know so. Oh, you know so. Yeah, I mean, people Why? people have done it to me. I've done it to other people. Sometimes, uh, some sometimes something happens to you, and you unknowingly end up doing the same thing to somebody else in in return. You know what I'm saying? But this is like pretty. You know, it, it's like they were slaves in America for years and they learned the plantation skills and they were, you know, freed in a sense. I mean, I'm definitely not excusing it. You should never en- enslave people. No, of course. But I'm saying it's it's crazy. Like humans are so bad. Yeah. I mean, that but but that that was the thing back then. I mean, for general, you got to think. It, it was going on for so long, even in America. I mean, God knows how long for everywhere else, but like it was going on for so long in America that there were, I mean, there were two, like you would live your life and slaves would be a thing and you'd be like, okay, this is the regular world as I know it. You live in this world and you've accepted everything that's happened. Cell phones, computers, everything. <laughs> like you, you, like that's their world for their entire lifespan. And then they have a kid and that's their kid's entire world for their entire lifespan. Yeah. I understand that. I I just think it's interesting. Also like, uh, you know, it wasn't just Africans that were enslaved too, that I I found out through this interesting research, like people in Brazil, native Americans were enslaved. Obviously everybody knows that, but also American, um, not American, but white, uh, imprisoned, white prisoners in Europe were also slaves. So they were traded at some point within the slave trade. Obviously it wasn't much because of, that's what I'm saying. Like slave trade was like the fucking bees knees back then. Everybody wanted a piece of that. That's where the money was at. I guarantee that's where the money was at. Yeah. Like you want to talk about big industries in the world today. I guarantee you that was the biggest industry to get to back then. It's a damn shame, but like, that's just how it was. Yeah. And I mean, it's history. There's not much we can do about it, but I, it's just like, I just never really knew all that. I just thought it was really interesting. Yeah. But I, those, those dudes, when they were here, they saw, and they they didn't know any better. That's what, this is the world they lived in. Mm. They saw those those people in uh in America. They saw the lives that they were living, the food that they were eating every day, the houses they were living in, and they're like, "This oh, is how you I make that living. I this is how saying. you do that." Yeah. And it's because you took advantage of us, and we didn't know any better. Well, you're about to drop us off at a place where Dude, everybody doesn't know any better. It's so crazy because you just remind me of something else that ties in our other what we just talked about. Um, so apparently Liberia would also buy heroin from Colombians. Colombian people would come to the coast of, of Liberia and Liberians would buy heroin from them. So now Liberia has this, like they would trade diamonds. Like the slaves would trade diamonds for heroin. 
and now my beard has this huge heroin problem. And uh, since all this colonialization happened or whatever, there was no like real government to sustain Liberia or to, you know, control anything. Yeah. So it went absolutely crazy, absolutely nuts. And this, uh, they kind of formed a government in 1840. They were considered a state. And the first Liberian president was um, elected in 1980. I forgot his name. It was like something Roe or something, something like that. I think it was something Some, Roe. I'm dead serious. Ro? I'm dead serious. I think it was. I think it was something Roe. And he ruled for a while until this American taught Liberian. This guy went to America, got an education, and came back. Started a rebellion and a civil war, basically, to overthrow that government and mm-hmm. that president. <clears throat> so I think his name was Charles Taylor. His name was Charles Taylor. General Charles Taylor. He uh eventually invaded the president's uh embassy or house or wherever he was staying and they they tortured him, killed him, and then ate him. Ate him. Ate him. That's disrespectful. Yeah, all on video. Uh, wow. And apparently, Liberia... Like, are we talking raw? Yes. And apparently, Liberia has a huge cannibalism issue. This is, yep. the, this is the big topic. There's some there's there's cannibalism out there in Africa. Not yeah. everywhere, obviously, but I mean, they, they have, I mean, there's cannibalism everywhere, but I mean, there's some, there's some stuff out there. Yeah, dude. And that's, that's not, a wild place. That's not even the craziest thing. Like they have, they, they have that drug issue. They have the cannibalism, they have corruption and they have a bunch of like rape too. They have a bunch of brothels. Did you know, I, I think, I think in a documentary, I already know what you're going to say. I think in a documentary... What am I going to say? You're going to say, the world is messed up. No, I'm going to say, Kaiki, they have pirates. I know they have pirates. And, and I mean, dude, pretty there, good. There are pirates everywhere. But I know it's Come I know, on. I know it's big in uh, North Africa, Northwest Africa. Yeah, Tripoli's. but nobody's got, nobody's got pirates like, like North Africa's got pirates. I know. It, it's pretty bad. Yeah. Didn't they I mean, I think it's pretty, I mean, it's pretty cool. You think it's cool? Um, the fact that I can say in 2020, the world that I live in, has pirates. pirates. Yeah, fuck. I, yeah. Dude, I used to think, I still think pirates are super cool, but these pirates are like really. What up. if, what if you got captured by Somalian pirates, and you're like, and you're like, oh my god, you guys are so cool. Like you're like so enthusiastic about it. You're like, you guys are this like. Not even just Somalian pirates, but you got captured by anybody. You're like, oh my gosh! Like I've always <laughs> wanted to do this. Like well, you dude, guys are they, so cool. If they were on like a wooden ship, like the Black Pearl on Pirates of the Caribbean, yeah, I would 100% get initiated and become a new Somali. No, pirate. I'm saying like in any situation where you're like a captor, you're like, oh my gosh, is this really happening? Like this is awesome. I would be terrified. What do you mean? No, but I'm saying what 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 would their reaction be if that was your reaction? Like would they just be like? Okay. They would say this guy's a freaking idiot. We're gonna kill him. He's, <laughs> he's making a scene. No. And when no, I'm trying to go to sleep. No, I'm talking about like, oh yeah, true. I'm gonna. I'm talking about like you're just like there. You're like guys. This is 
pretty awesome. Like, I think this is the <laughs> coolest thing ever. Like, do you guys think this is the coolest thing ever? Dude, they would probably punch me in the face. I'd be like, I, I would, I would just pull a Joker, dude, and I would just. Start <laughs> I could just imagine a small guy saying, "You think you're funny," and just smacking you. Actually, at that point, dude, if I got punched in the face at that point, I don't think it's cool anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying, dude. I didn't think Shoot. about that. I didn't think about the negative consequences in my mind, in my fantasy world. They, they're just like, all right, man, we got the wrong one. Let's just let them go. Dude, I think I might have deleted all of my topics by accident. Just now? In this, yeah. That sucks. What was your big What was your big topic about again? Oh, dude, I swear. Did, I really, did that really just happen? You can probably undo it. I know. Did you, did you know that if you shake your phone on the iPhone, it undoes? <laughs> It undoes. It, does, it doesn't look like it. It's not working for some reason. Okay. Oh, it worked. <laughs> wow. So those of you who don't know, if you ever delete something in your uh, iPhone notes, if you shake your phone, you can undo it. That's crazy. Um, what was so, the big? What was the big topic? Did you already say it? I mean, it's it's about Liberia. And oh, okay. Yeah. So. And ca- oh yeah, it was about cannibalism in in, in Liberia. Yeah. Yeah. It's a. R- and turns out, eighty percent of women in Liberia have been raped. Eighty percent, Seth Rowe. There's, I can't believe I 80%. even just said. I mean, like, like I'm about to, like, but like, like you're gonna say that's normal. No, yeah, I get. There's no saying that. Like, you know. I know that's what I'm saying. It's insane. So wild, wild west out there. You know, they have yeah. like, like every i every idea of human like, um, like every idea in human history where it's like, those are the bad guys, like pirates. Emperors, probably like rulers, like ruthless killers, rulers, child soldiers. I mean, it's kind of like in some places, not the obviously not the whole continent, but in some places, it's kind of like every all of it, like all in one. Yeah, I haven't even gotten to the worst part yet. Dang, but can you imagine? And I don't know how this is like. This is how Africa is because I'm obviously I've never been. I'm just on the outside looking in, and I've never really done the proper research, but. It what if like if there's like a um a country that has a government bordering a country that doesn't imagine just like like just traveling up to like the other country with like twenty thirty people and being like okay we this is our society now this is what we're doing and then you just start from there yeah I I mean there's still like well I'm sure it's different than the way that we think about it but there there's still multiple tribes like thousands of tribes in Africa. Oh, and, and that are, that South are, America like everywhere. There's probably some in like yeah. Antarctica, dude. Yeah. Oh, Antarctica. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> um but yeah, uh that is a possibility. Like I mean there I know for a fact there are Native Americans in Brazil that have never seen a white person. I feel that have like... never seen civilization or concrete. Yeah. They throw spears at helicopters that fly by and they still pray to the sun god and everything. And that's the reality. I saw, I watched a video one time. I really hope that I've never said this on the podcast, but I watched a video one time of like a, a guy. He was like some white British dude. He's like an explorer. He went into the jungle and he saw a tribe of like, we might have talked about this. And they've like never seen a white man before. Yeah, we did talk about this. Okay. Yeah. I, I, that's what I thought. I'm not going to bring it up again. If you guys want to know more, listen to our other podcast. Yeah, listen to the other episode. I don't know which episode it is, so you're just going to have to listen to all of them. Thanks yep. for the money. <laughs> um, so, the one of the, I think probably the most 
this is leading up to the the main topic. Uh, so there, after this president was overthrown and killed and eaten, um, this guy Charles Taylor is the new big shot and very he's like very he ran on the slogan I he killed my mama he killed my papa, but I'm gonna still vote for him. That that was his slogan. That and takes he, balls. And he won. He's talking about himself. Yeah, and he won. And he was super corrupt. And ever since he came into power, all these other generals like came up and started forming their own uh, rebellions to try to <laughs> overthrow him and take over the government, basically. Mm-hmm. And some of them were American uh, taught Liberians, which is really interesting. Um, and they all go by different names because they don't want their real names to be talked about once this whole civil war thing is over or was over i mean it's probably still going on um and one of them's one of their names is uh general bin laden there's another guy named uh general mosquito because mosquitoes carry malaria and they're terrifying uh this one guy who uh, actually killed general mosquito or fought against them or something his name his new name was general mosquito spray General Mosquito Spray. General Mosquito Spray. And there was another guy called General Rambo because he was terrifying, apparently. And none of them compared to this guy, this next general, who is the main topic. General Butt Naked. Can you imagine what he did, Seth? He got butt naked. He got butt naked. I'm Googling him. Dude, I will send you this documentary. It's insane. Um, I I also not googled finished. Charles Taylor, and I've seen his face before. I've seen him in a video. Is he the guy that was like, you know what they do? They eat the poo poo. Have you ever seen that video? No. What? Where he was ta- like, it was some, it was some like African like they eat the poo poo. Dude, yeah, he was talking about how much he hates gay people. He said they eat the poo poo. He goes, you know what they do? They eat the poo poo. And he went like this. You gotta, they eat the poo poo, dude. You gotta, you gotta show me that. That's funny. that might have been him, but I'm, I'm. I mean, he's he's actually under trial right now, uh, for the uh, European, or yeah, the U- United Nations or the European, not European Union. It's United Nations. Um, actually, that's that's how Liberia is still holding up right now. Is is they're kind of under control by the United Nations up until, I think it's like 2021 or something. And, or 2025 when that time comes the united nations are getting out of there and they're not going to have any standing government really and all these generals and stuff are going to sprout out and try to take over the, the country again so general button what are you laughing at what what did you find the video it was a ugandan guy <laughs> okay so it wasn't and then they eat the poo-poo. <laughs> dude <laughs> Is he like a pastor? I think so. And then they eat the poo poo. (laughs) (laughs) That is funny. Dude, that's a classic. That's a classic. I don't know how I've never seen that. (laughs) And then they eat the poo poo. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna, dude, every gay person that I meet now, I'm gonna be like, so, uh, you eat the poo-poo? You probably shouldn't do that. <laughs> In Canada, you could probably get arrested for that. 
It's a good thing we're not in Canada. Or are we? No, we're not. <laughs> so, general butt naked. Going back to the topic. Yeah, general butt freaking naked. Butt freaking naked. He was the most interesting of them all. Naturally. At least, at least from name. what I heard. Yeah, f- from the name itself. He would fight butt naked with a bunch of little boys. Is that like code? No, like actual little boys. Like children. Like he would beat them up. No, oh, no, 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 no. Like his army, he was a general. His army was an army of butt naked boys. That's um, not the best tactic. Uh, I, I, dude, they, they, so they believed if they went in the battle butt naked, their, the bullets could not affect them. That's what they believed. That's, and get this before every battle, General Butt Naked would have some elder guy that's part of the army and the, and the group or whatever in the community bring him a small child of whatever age. While it's alive, he would cut its back open, pull its heart out, cut it up into pieces, and disperse it among the children so they could eat the heart raw. And then he would give them the body to drink their blood, the the child's blood before battle, because they believed it gave them some kind of superhuman power, invincible power. They would also do drugs, by the way. Lots of heroin, which is from the Colombians that I talked about earlier. Dude, that's... That's a real thing. I I don't doubt it. I mean, I don't doubt anything at this point, you know? Well, yeah. Like... People don't just, like... And Seth Rode, this happened not 600 years ago. It probably happened in, like, the 70s happened 30 years ago yeah i mean there's really nothing to say about that besides it really gets like that in places i mean i'm sure if we dug deep enough we would ruin the rest of our lives with stuff we don't want to hear about yeah i've kind of been on this this thing now of watching these horrible documentaries and i have some very good topic or bad I mean, topics it's, it's it's really good to know like what goes on out there because it gives you a, a perspective of like, this is my life. Yeah. You and know what I'm saying? Yeah. I. It's funny because I, I was talking to my fiance about this. Don't want to mention her name. Um, She's been on. Oh, never mind. <laughs> and yeah, I like after watching that documentary, I like I've been in my head for the past couple of days, just like thinking about the dumb stuff that we do and that we're worried about mm-hmm. and like our interactions and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, this stuff is trivial. Yeah. It's like not stuff we should really be worrying about. Like there's exactly, there are people being eaten alive by yep. people who are starving. There are kids selected randomly for their heart to be pulled out through their back and cut up and dispersed among their friends to eat before battle so yeah what you're worrying about you should stop worrying about it yeah 
for sure. And it's the it's only like I find that like it's only people who realize that that I really want to be around because like some people, some stuff is just like the end of the world. And I can't be around that because I know it's not. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously there are there's very tough things like I'm not saying like if it's not worse than what Kaiki just explained, then it's not it's, bad. But it's like, like you were saying with your reality about like uh, you grew you grew up in a certain world, yes. so th- certain things are normal and other things are like and that's crazy. a good that's actually a super solid theme that's been present throughout this um, episode, and it also it actually like ties into like what I was just thinking if I was gonna say it or not on the podcast, but like something about life that like I continue to like learn and like be fascinated by is how everything works in scales like something that happens on the largest scale will happen on the smallest scale as well you know what i'm saying butterfly effect the butterfly effect um it just like how hippos pooping in the rivers of Mm -hmm. africa have created um, an ecosystem based off the um, the microbiomes from it and, and the bacteria is the way that our country that we feel so safe in was created. Well, that obviously wasn't from hippo poop, but like it's very meticulous like in history how it's gotten to this point to where we're so comfortable. And obviously it's drastically different from the metaphor the the metaphorical river stream obviously let me let me say this there's two metaphorical rivers oh man that's it sounds so bad but like (laughs) obviously like their river stream there's something different shitting in it you know we've let's say we've got the hippo shitting in our river stream and it's created the society that we live in whatever shitting in their river stream is not a hippo Clearly, because it's what they live in is nothing like what we live in. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying about scales. Like something as small as bacteria and microbiomes will have such an effect and human activity, human decisions have such an effect. The butterfly effect is present and it's true and and to the largest scale. Even big things too, like, like President Monroe and whoever decided to free those slaves and send them back to Africa. Mm hmm ended up that they thought it would have a positive effect exactly it it ended up turning into hell on earth is what it's quoted as that and you could even i mean there was there was certainly some stuff going on before that but you could trace that to so many things you could you could trace that to a million different things sure like and, and so many descendants because i mean if we're talking you know 250 years ago then that's certainly like a long time it's had time to like grow and expand if four hippos will turn into 84 hippos in this short amount of a time and they'll kill everything in a lake then you know dropping 30 ex-slaves off it was probably more than 30 but let's say dropping 30 ex-slaves off in a place where they've learned and have like lived their entire lives learning something completely different and so naturally what creatures do what organisms do is learn what they or do what they've learned. If your life is over there in America and all you know is this world where there are people on top and people on bottom and the people up top are rich as hell, that's all you know. You're going to go back to where, you're going to go back to Liberia um, with the same exact mentality. 
Yeah, and and honestly, uh, there's actually kind of some goodness to the, you know, to this whole situation too, because uh, things change. It's not always bad, and it's not always awful. Like takes, Liberia, one this tiny could thing. be this. This could be a story of a future utopian, flourishing city. Exactly, That's absolutely amazing. Because so much help has, will go to that place. Exactly. I hope, you know, obviously there's no guarantee of anything, but like the U.S. started off pretty, pretty rocky and look at it now. It's not perfect, but it's, it's not, it's not perfect, but it's, it's in a good position. It's, it's not perfect, but it's comfortable. Sure. And a lot of the not perfectness comes. And it's saved a lot of people too. And it's helped a lot of people. Oh yeah. The, The U.S. has helped many immigrants, many, um, people from different backgrounds uh even native americans even though they got kind of screwed they you know also got some property even though it was a small amount you know there's a bunch of stuff anyway yes very interesting topic every pretty much everything we there's more oh gosh there's more what did there's more topics that's funny enough related to this somehow um but there's more about general butt naked so he's still alive and he's well known in liberia and he he was on the documentary actually and they interviewed him and he said turns out he's a he's a born again christian get this he said after sacrificing a child before he went into battle like he normally does with blood still on his hands he hears a voice call out to him and, and the voice says my son why are you enslaving and he turns around and there's a man and a woman and the man <coughs> is so bright he's brighter than the sun the light and there's light shining straight through him and he says my son why are you enslaving people why are you enslaving? And he says, I am king. I am the king of this territory. And I should be king. I'm supposed to be king. And then the voice says, you're right when you say you are supposed to be a king. But you are living as a slave. And then butt naked says, I don't understand. What are you saying? And then the, the man says, I am saying repent and live. Or refuse and die. And then the, the light disappeared. And next thing you know, but naked standing there in awe. So he doesn't think much. He obviously is thinking about it, but he follows through with, with his plan and goes into battle. He gets in the battlefield, pulls out his pistol. Try, the first shot he tries to take, it explodes in his hand. So that apparently was like the first time he says, He's ever been scared in his life. So he retreated and left. And, th- and that was when, that was like the start of his, his journey of becoming a Christian. So now he's a pastor in Liberia. Wow. I know, right? And it's crazy. He said um, in the documentary, he doesn't eat meat anymore because he was traveling in Liberia and he was, he got, he stopped by a place to eat. And what he ordered, it was just like a, 
a bone with meat on it. And as soon as he took a bite out of it, he knew it was human flesh. And he spit it out. And he washed off the spices off the meat. He bit it again. And he, he said, that is definitely human flesh. So he called the authorities and had the man of that restaurant arrested. And the whole place shut down. And that, and ever since that day, he doesn't eat meat anymore. That's, that, that's insane. Do you think that that happened? Not the human meat part. Yes, I think so. There, there's possibilities. <clears throat> so, I talked to my fiance about this, and obviously, they would also do drugs before they did that ritual. Um. I'm assuming, and they did drugs in general. Mm -hmm. And maybe drugs played a part into that, or maybe it didn't. We don't know. But even if it did, and it somehow made him have some kind of realization with God, that's still amazing. If 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 what he believes to be reality, maybe to be he true. was a little more susceptible. Maybe, um, and I'm not. I'm saying, don't do drugs. Drugs are awful. You should not do drugs. You don't need drugs. God doesn't need drugs. I mean, I want you to do drugs. I always say, I mean, like I'm agreeing, like I'm about to argue against something, <laughs> but I will say this. Obviously, I do not condone or believe in this, but. The crazy part about that story is two things that people in the old world used to do to conjure spirits or talk to God or really have any type of connection to that realm. Two things. Drugs. Human sacrifice. You know, like looking at the old world. That's how they did it or how they say they did it. Those are two things that are very prevalent in a lot of like really messed up old world religions. And that story that he told just happened to yeah. have both. Yeah. Well, now was now the, 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 the real thing about it. Well, it really doesn't matter. But was that just did he just sacrifice that kid that day or every time he went into battle, he would sacrifice a kid in that fashion? It sat from what it sounded like he would do it on every time he was about to go into battle. From the way he was explaining it? Yeah. Did he say like, did he say like, I don't know, man. I mean, I guess I haven't seen it. So I'm thinking about your, uh, that conversation we had about the uh, Buddhist guy who was close to death. And he was close in to death. And then he had that. Uh, crazy experience I mean um, those what like whatever you whatever word you want to encapsulate all that in the most convenient one and my favorite one is God um I mean comes like in I mean the Bible says God works in mysterious ways yeah so I mean it's throughout history like there have been stories of like people who have like met Maybe not God, but an extension of God. I mm -hmm. don't think God is like one individual, but I think they've met like an extension of God. Like he met the man and the woman. The man may have even been God, but that just goes to 
to further show that like it's not one individual because it was just like I'm assuming from what you said it just sounds like a silhouette of a man with just blinding light coming through it Mm -hmm. but that's also how the Bible describes Jesus or Jesus specifically oh well I mean that story is crazy because like I said it does incorporate those two things but I mean, was he ever in any danger of, did he ever need any reason to lie about this? That's what I wanted to talk about because apparently, and this, this is why I don't, I don't know if I should believe him or not. And honestly, it's not up to me. It's up to God at this point. Like, yeah, no, I I still think he should face uh, uh, persecution. Me, Me personally, that's my own opinion. Well, that you—that's um, not a very controversial opinion. I know, but <laughs> but I mean, some some people would say, and like some other Christians would say that uh, we we need to be forgiving, and you know, and we we do, and like forgive him for what he's done, and you know, live and love him like a normal person, like you love yourself. But what he did is pretty freaking bad and that's just what he said he did yeah i mean he said he would rape people too he would rape women and and stuff and yeah so uh anyway he supposedly um not dodged you could say dodge he dodged persecution by coming out as a born-again christian so that story's completely fucking fake. No, I mean Yes. I dude. Stories completely invalid. If he could if he could dodge and that's why I asked that question. If he can dodge persecution by becoming a born again well, Christian. Dude, he could have he listen, he could have he could have done anything else. He could have ran away. He he said this. He said he tried to run away and then one day his daughter I think his daughter plays a huge role in his life and so does like, you know, his life experience without a doubt and like the people he's met along the way and all that. But he said that his daughter met somebody and they, and they were like screaming at him, calling her butt naked, saying your daddy's butt naked and all this stuff. And she started crying. She didn't know what, what that was. So he knew that in his life he would always feel like he was, you know, someone that his daughter would never be proud of. That that you know yeah, he would but, always have <clears throat> that that legacy of these horrible things that he did in his life. And Somebody who can do those things, though you I, you you can't be so quick to fall when when they pull the emotional card. No, I mean, dude, trust me, I know. I think it's absolutely absurd, but also like he's. You know, he's been preaching. He knows the but Bible. You, but he he travels and does stuff. Like, he's not still eating babies and raping women. I don't think he's that still I doing that of. stuff. But, I mean, I think if somebody's capable of raping that many women and killing that many children and that many people and amongst all the other messed up things that he's done, I think that person is also more than willing to pretend to be a Christian so that he doesn't face the consequences of what he did. I think if 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 he was a... If I think if he was a true Christian and if he wasn't just dodging persecution, he he would have absolutely turned himself in. 
You know what I'm saying? Well, I don't, I don't know. I mean, he, he did turn himself in, but not like, like he, he came back to Liberia and he was like, I am, but naked. I am the general that did all those horrible things, but also I am a born again Christian. I've, I've seen, I've seen God and I've confessed, you know, my faith for him and everything. And now he's like a part of the church and everything. That's, but but that's when dude also though, the reason why I, I have a strong, you know, feeling that it might, it, it is possibly true is that if you look at the stories in the Bible, those heroes and people that God made like the, uh, the prophets, they were all messed up people. They weren't perfect people. They were they were broken people. Yeah. I mean, I can see that because there's definitely some stories of like... And of course, the Bible wouldn't bring light to if they did anything near what Butt Naked did. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, if, if some of those people did stuff like that, like you... And not even just in the Bible, but really in any type of like story where God comes to somebody, like it... it if they did do some things on the butt naked level, you certainly wouldn't know. So, but, but I know that like God is no stranger to showing face to a horrible man to try to get him to train, change his ways. Yeah. That God, so I've heard pastors say before, God picks, he'll pick the worst of the worst to use him as an example that his power and his faith can get you through anything and can change your life. And the devil does the same. He'll pick the best of the best. Yeah. Miley Cyrus. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Miley Cyrus. Speaking of, did you see, this is total change of subject, but did you see that she is getting a divorce with her husband because she got, she got caught making out with another woman on a ship in can Italy? You, <clears throat> can you believe? Another man's ex-wife? Can you believe that? Here we are, diving probably 45 minutes to an hour deep on real gritty third world problems. And Kaiki has the nerve. The audacity, some would say. To say immediately after, hey, did you hear Miley Cyrus and her husband got divorced? (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Shut up. You brought her up. Oh, I was making a joke. No, well, that's that's, that's the end of that's the end of the the tale of Butt Naked. Yeah, I think everybody learned something here, and I honestly think that um, there's there's definitely some introspect to be had about all this. There's definitely some um, reflection, especially about some of the maybe some of the uh, metaphors and about your own life and and how great everybody has it and how bad it really gets. It's not just history books where shit's really messed up. It's um, on the same planet you're breathing the same air as people who dude it, it's spine chilling to think that there are videos of this stuff going on yeah i mean yeah and, and like and like sick twisted people <clears throat> get off to that type of media i mean i don't you you mean like jerk off yes I they jerk know. off and they and they like enjoy I mean, I don't, that stuff. I don't know about so many, but like, well, there, dude, more than one is so many. <coughs> to I me. mean, on a global scale, I don't know about that, but the dark web, there are there are places that you can watch, you can pay to watch people getting tortured or raped. Yeah, you can buy 
like, the craziest part, disgusting. The craziest stuff. part is the people on the other side of it are in on it, and they have entire institutions based around it. You ever seen that movie Hostel? Yes, actually, yeah. That's what it's about. Even yeah. though that's what it was about, that's what it was back then because that was a real thing. You could go, they would just they however they would however they could get their hands on people who were alone, and you know that that they felt like they could just make disappear. They would capture them, and then people came from all over the world, and they would pay to just tur- torture and murder somebody. Whether you wanted to just shoot them in the face one time and just kill somebody, or you actually wanted to maim somebody and like like torture and mutilate them. It's a real thing. You could pay to have that experience. And now oh gosh, somebody dude. now somebody can pay to have that experience and somebody can somebody can pay to have that experience firsthand. And now somebody can pay to have that experience secondhand by watching it on the yeah. internet as it's broadcasted. Dude, which is I, like the world we live in. Like you the just things- reminded me of this story I heard of a of a guy who was actually part of of that yeah circus basically it's a real thing and it happens get this as he was getting tortured like the fbi they like oh shoot the end of the pocket yeah the fbi uh threw in a flashbang as he was getting tortured and they were like destroying his knees basically and and they like drilled his butthole where was this drill this was in america that's uh, that's what i was about to say i was about to get this it happens in america yeah there are private there are private prisons in America. Private prisons. If you are rich enough, you can pay to have somebody jailed in a place where you're rich enough to hide. Yeah. If you have the money, you're basically paying rent for somebody to be in to be in jail. And it may not be a jail cell, it may be a room, but that person is stuck in that room. You see what I was saying about setting the mood of the podcast? <clears throat> like how do we move on from this now how do we change the subject not so- by saying that miley cyrus got a divorce <laughs> hey 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 she's going through a divorce she's going through a divorce things are up in the air right now yeah man i'm really feeling for miley right now i'm really pulling for her to make it out of this one unscathed she deserves to be happy dude people oh my gosh people I mean, like you were saying, we can't judge other people's reality and their pain. Um, I was just going to say something very ignorant about people who say pray for Miley or pray for ex-celebrity because they're going through something. But like I said, it is ignorant to say because they're probably going through, you know, their own reality and it's tough for them. They don't understand. But also remember the other horrible things going on in this world. Dude, there's probably horrible things going on in this neighborhood. Yeah, maybe. Like, I mean, you got to think how many people, I mean, at least a thousand people in this neighborhood. There's probably at least one horrible thing going on. It doesn't have to be, and it doesn't have to be acted upon another individual. It could be. There could be something horrible going on right now. It could be some 12 year old. We don't have to get specific, but (laughs) what are you going to say? I I was going to go two ways. I was either going to say some 12 year old. Uh, smoking dope for the first time or some 12 year old stumbling upon porn which was another topic of mine porn's negative effects on society yeah porn yeah i mean it yeah it's uh, every type of media ever at your fingertips 24 7 is bad for your mental health yeah being able to see whatever you want whenever you want is bad for your mental health Mm -hmm. not 
having to go do something is bad for your mental health. Yeah. Every everything associated with the convenience of technology is bad for your mental health. It really sucks, dude. Like it really does suck. And I've I watched a TED Talk video about this subject and how how aggressive porn has gotten over the years. Like apparently when you go on Pornhub, like the main uh like the first vi- couple videos is always something super aggressive. It's got either choking or beating or some kind of like messed up I mean, I category associated he, with the video. He might not be talking about Pornhub, but oh, it was a girl. She might not be talking about Pornhub, but that's not what my Pornhub's like because Pornhub is uh, suggestive. So it it suggests videos to you on that front page when you go onto it, even if you don't have an account. What, so, what's your suggested, Seth? You want, let's, dude. Don't no, no. I'll do it. Don't get on it on the podcast. We're recording. I'll give one. I want you to pop a freaking boner right now, dude. To porn, I'm 23 years old. <laughs> it's your Kobe year, <laughs> dude. I'm not gonna read that. Okay, don't don't show me. Seriously, don't show me. I'm not gonna read that, dude. I'm not gonna show you. And I don't want to see it, <laughs> dude. The very first one. I'm not going to say it on the podcast, but I'm going to tell you after the podcast because like, I know it seems like I'm like trying to be like, Oh man, dude, I don't watch that. But I really like that has never entered my search bar. So maybe you're correct. Maybe you have a point. (laughs) Was it, was it related to what I was saying? No, no. Okay. It wasn't violent. Okay. Yeah. Apparently it's becoming like really violent and that's, those are like the most popular uh, categories within the actual website is like some sort of like choking or beating or, or some kind or abusive content. You know, that was, um, that was Ted Bundy's sentiment in his last interview before he got electric chaired. Yeah. And my fiance and I were talking about it and (coughs) it's very, it's, it's scary dude, because a lot of serial killers, they start off watching like sick porn. And then they get desensitized to it and they, they need more and you know, more. You know what happens though? Like th- this is the conundrum in today's society. This is the real problem. This is why like not the porn thing, but that's a part of it. You can't just because you, Ted Bundy said that and it is bad for your mental health. You're absolutely right about the violent porn. And if, if it is one of the most popular categories, then we're on the wrong train. Everybody knows about this. Th- these new generations. Everybody knows about it. Even parts of ours. Um, you can't just, first of all, well, you can't just nip it in the bud. If you nip, if you try to just nip it in the bud, then you're right where we are right now. People think they're getting oppressed. You can't nip stuff in the bud because you think it, 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 it leads. And, and me and you might have our opinions about how these things lead to a a darker path, but like stuff like that, um, all kinds of stuff we get bring up the girl making money, the money made off that video, the guy making money, like all this stuff the, the, the you can't just nip stuff in the bud or else you will be seen as an oppressor. No matter what I get, you believe you know, it, you know what? I, I get that. I get that 100%. And, but also there is effects to things and it is abused and it's way too easy yes. to, to, you know, like I'm not saying there should be some sort of government regulation. I don't know if that's the best answer. 
and people are always going to, you know, but that's want the what only they answer. Want. And that's like, the, that's the, that's the answer that people call for. Like as of right now, I'm not saying my opinion is that's the only answer, but like as of right now, the way that kind of we're set up, that's really the only thing you can do about it is just say no. But what the basis of what America's founded off of, you can't say no. So it's like this crazy thing and and you we have to we a lot of us have to just sit back and watch this happen because we know and we pledge allegiance to not do anything about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I mean, it, it brings up a, a really big ethical issue on whether or not to do anything about it because like you but were saying, it, if you do do something about it, you're kind of, you're you oppressing can't, people. You can't enact way. policies based on potential outcomes. No, I, I think awareness, I think outcome. awareness goes a long exactly. way. Exactly. I was, I had an Uber driver the other day and she was amazing. Like I gave her, a, I gave her five stars. Like I gave her a tip and everything. It, the whole point of the conversation I was having with her is in order to truly be like happy and healthy in life, you have to be one smart. You have to know, well, you have to be one smart and two aware of what's going on around you. Aware that not everything has your back. There's stuff out there to get you. You have to be aware of what's going on. You have to be aware of the traps that people fall into. Sadistic porn is a trap. Mm-hmm. A trap is something that you get into and it leads to multiple other things that could eventually harm you or or, or have you make a decision in your life that, that wouldn't be good. There's a lot of traps in the world. You know, like um, unhealthy food is a very simple trap. Mm-hmm. That gets a lot of people. That's why we're so obese in America. And a lot of people don't even know why they're getting obese. Exactly. They're, they're just like, I don't get it. I because work they're out not, still. Because they're whatever. not aware. They're not smart. They're not aware. Awareness is the best thing ever. It's the, not, I wouldn't the, even call it being smart. I, it's, awareness. It's mostly awareness, yeah, and, awareness and like being informed. Being informed and being aware. Because if you're aware of like, okay, that's not something I want to get into because I know the repercussions of it, then yeah. that's your that's that's your two cents I mean, right there. I mean, like, that's what it do. sucks, dude. Like, I know people who, um, like, they have horrible credit scores because they didn't understand how that you know that system works. Exactly. They thought that you could just apply for like six credit cards and you'll get all these bonuses. Or you could not. You could stiff somebody on fifteen hundred dollars, and yeah, nobody and will not, ever know about not it. Pay them back or whatever. Yeah, and nobody, nobody in the future will ever know about it. I know. Like, and then next thing you know, their credit score is down to like three hundred or something, and yeah. they have like all this stuff to it, and they don't know how to make it better. They, they're, they're like maybe in their thirties or something, and they don't understand, you know, how to how to make it better. Yeah. What happened, even, or that it could have been prevented. Yeah. You just if if, they, um, if somebody just told them, hey. This affects your store, your your credit score. For those of you who don't know, applying for a credit card affects your score. Uh, closing a credit card affects your score. Not paying your bill on time affects your score. I think and, everybody knows. And, and, dude, you'd be surprised. What were we talking about? That led to porn. all this? Huh? Porn. Oh, yeah. Aggressive porn. Yeah. You can't. Yeah, that's that's really my my two cents on it. You can't do anything about it. You just have to sit back, live your life, say, you know what? And that's my sentiment on every major issue in America. Like the ones like all the ones that we talked about, all the hot button issues in politics and and debates and presidential elections. You you shouldn't like people obviously there are things you absolutely cannot do. They are illegal. But certain things where there's still a debate about it, just let it go. If people want to do it, let them do it. You don't. If you would never do it, (laughs) and I'm not talking about murder. I'm not talking about murder. Like the like, uh, if you think something's like wrong, don't do it. Um, But if but if if millions and millions and millions and millions of people 
think it's okay, then I mean that's just an accepted fact. We live in a, a very free country. I mean that's why the the amendments are set up for us to kind of have like a base of what is really important. Um, but yeah, there. It, it's there it's too complicated to know the answer to everything and like if we cancel porn obviously it's still going to go around and people are yeah but if you cancel ag- aggressive or like dude it's it's like pro- the porn, prohibition if you cancel it you're fucked like if you cancel sure. it like you you can't do that like you can't and i'm not saying you can't do that like i love aggressive porn you can't do that to me like you can't do that like you uh, it doesn't matter your opinion about aggressive porn doesn't matter when it comes to the argument of whether you can or can't do that everybody knows you can't do that so you just kind of have to have you just kind of have to do your thing and move on and you see a group of people who you know what i'm saying like you every like it's yeah we're gonna have like everything. i said we need to inform people it's a melting pot people, we're gonna have psychos um but no, I was going to say the prohibition. It's like the prohibition. They outlawed alcohol for a short period of time. Mm-hmm. And what happened? They started selling alcohol at these places called speakeasies, which were hidden bars, essentially, underground in, in big cities, which they sold very high alcohol percentage drinks, like moonshine, basically rubbing or rubbing alcohol sometimes. And people get like plastered drunk. There was no regulation on like how to make it. So sometimes you might get a, a bad batch that's absolutely disgusting and you're sick and next thing you know you're dead because it was it medicine wasn't Yeah. Today's medicine. So there are consequences to something that you might think is good. Yep. Just like outlawing <clears throat> guns. Exactly. Just like outlawing guns. Like it's still gonna be around. No matter no matter it is one, it's still gonna be around. <clears throat> but no matter how you feel about guns, no matter how you feel about school shootings, police shootings, no matter how you feel about all these things involving guns and people dying by the hands of somebody who is wielding a gun, there is an amazing amount of people in America, probably close to 50%, who like guns. A lot of people collect guns. There are gun enthusiasts. There are gun shows. You know what I'm saying? It is a big thing. You can't cancel it. You can't cancel guns. People well, like I mean, guns. You, uh, You've already I know canceled guns as much as you can. You you can't have an automatic weapon. And I don't own a gun. I'm not like pro-gun. I'm not part of the NRA or anything. But like certain things, if if X amount of people, if so many people are into something, you, you can't just cancel sure, it. Sure. But they, they my, my point with the prohibition thing is that they did it before. They did it with alcohol and they realized they messed up. So they brought it. They broke the prohibition <coughs> and made it legal again. They just regulated it. And I think that, you know, that's like a good example of, you know, you look back at history and see, see your mistake and kind of execute yeah. something similar in the future, like today. So, like, if you ban guns, they're still going to be traded underground. People are still going to have them. Probably bad people are going to have them because why else do you need a gun? Unless you're a true enthusiast Dude, and you're just the, buying guns under the DL. The evolution of, like, our society can honestly you can you can say something about aggressive porn you can say something about like the evils of man since because that was what the 20s the prohibition uh 20s 30s i i think it was like 50s and 60s no i wasn't 50s and 60s i think it was like 20s and 30s the prohibition of alcohol you're probably Um, right let me you gotta think that's what they were worried about then 
Like mm-hmm. that's that's what they were. That was the big hot 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 argument back then was alcohol and whether or not we should do it. What are the big arguments now? You're right. Twenties to. 1920 to 1933. What's the big argument now? What are the big arguments now? I can think of one big one that we don't like to talk about here on the podcast. Guns. Abortion. Oh, yeah. Abortion. That's a big problem. Think about the severity of something like that. Think about yeah. just... Think about think about um, the act of an abortion. What is being done in abortion versus the act of taking a drink of alcohol? What they were worried about then, 100 years ago, versus what we're worried about now. Like, just think about the dynamic. Like, think about the difference of mentality of, of people who are genuinely worried about this practice versus this practice. Like, that's because that's even bigger than alcohol was back then. Like that, or at least the prohibition. Like the the obviously the population is much bigger, but the the hoorah about all like whatever the decision is on all that. Is bigger than the hoorah back then of like the speakeasies and the in the prohibition of everything, and that just well, that, goes to that's show that's because communication and information is shared that's, so easily. That's nowadays. a good point, but at the same time, at the simplest form, we're worried about this now, and we were worried about that then. You tell me, even if you a hundred percent support abortion, you tell me which one is the more sane act? More sane? More the more sane act: drinking alcohol or getting an abortion. Drinking alcohol. Exactly. So uh, that's that's the point I'm trying to make. Like, this is kind like, dude, of what we're me, concerned about now. This is my own personal opinion, and I, I probably shouldn't share this, but I think getting an abortion is equivalent to what Butt Naked did with his babies before going to war. And I think that you would have a point. I think you're absolutely right. Like, that child had that no fact. choice. His life was taken by someone else for a pretty selfish and uninformed reason. Yes. And that's, and there's, nobody can say that that is wrong. You'd be surprised. I mean, people will try to say that's wrong, but the people who say that that is the inference you just made is wrong are in fact wrong, but it's. Well, they have, they have a different motive and they like, obviously they have different beliefs on what they think about it and I, under, I like I understand it I just don't agree with it I just yeah <clears throat> but the thing about it is though it, you know that it's probably a 50-50 split pro-life and we're just using this as an example we're not really having an abortion talk but you know it's a 50-50 split pro-life pro-choice probably very close to that well, in be- the country between oh between yeah in the, the in the US? country between between kind of the, the opinion I don't know. I feel like, I mean, I could be wrong. Honestly, the amount of Christian, uh, the Christian population has gone, been steadily going down over the years. But there are Christians who support abortion. That is true. And so, I, I hope there are people who aren't Christians. And there are atheists. Don't. Yeah, there are atheists who don't support abortion. So it's all mm-hmm. over the place. But I'd say, I'd say it's very, very close to 50-50. So with that being said, it's not necessarily something that... You, you can't just outlaw something that half the country does to make the other half of the country happy. The other half of the country, okay. the half of the country that doesn't do it just has to keep not so, doing it. So here's my question to you. And you can answer this. I, I feel like I know how you, how you would answer this, but um, I'm going to ask anyway. Let's say half of the country believes you can eat a baby. 
for okay. for nutritional value or for religious purposes or whatever. That's what they strongly believe. Okay. And the other half obviously think that's insane and you should never be able to do something like that. Mm-hmm. What do you think should be done? I think if half the country is eating babies, then by this point I've come in talk contact with people who eat babies. And I think by this point, with how popular it is and how much abortion is kind of shoved in our faces, even if we don't believe it, I think at that point, because, you know, even though you would never do it, you don't support it, you don't like it, you're desensitized to hearing about it, just hearing about it. Now, eating dead babies, hearing that right now, I'm very sensitized to. I don't like it because I'm not used to it. I've seen it one time in a movie. That's it. You probably know what movie I'm talking about. Her, her mother? Yeah. Yeah. But... If half the country is eating babies, that, you are desensitized to it. And if half the country is eating babies, there are probably a bunch of crazy. I I don't know, dude. I I like. No, I, but I don't if, think we'll ever. If the country, but let me, let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Like if half the country is eating is actively eating babies, then that means that one, that's not the craziest thing that they're doing. They're doing other crazy things to create a crazy society that we live in, and you know. But just by logic, I would be desensitized to this crazy society and the entire country would be desensitized to this crazy society, but it would be split. Who eats babies and who doesn't eat babies? By that point, we are so long gone that I I have, because you've got to picture yourself in this society because if I'm picturing it one-to-one, eating babies is just as common of a thing as somebody getting an abortion. That's how I'm thinking about this. You know what I'm saying? Because that's how you have to think about it if you're going to compare the two things, really. In which case, I know some people who have gotten abortions. I don't think anything less of them. Um, I Whether or not I agree with them, that's up to me. But I mean, dude, it's a tough decision. And it is a tough I, like, decision. Like, I would never judge someone for doing that. I, I would just hope for them to but make you the right have, choice. But, but you have to, and obviously there are state laws, but, you know... California is going to legalize baby eating. You know what I'm saying? Countries or are, are, are states are going to start to, you know, by little by little start to accept baby eating and people are just going to be eating babies like crazy. And by that point, you'll be like, so many people are doing this. You can't just say you can't do this. Even the, the you know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, it, to me, if you're keeping it American, if you're keeping it American, but if you were keeping it American in the first place, you wouldn't have been eating babies. You know what I'm saying? It's a tough one. I get. I understand your question, but like, there are so many other things that go with it. But do you do you think that we, like, uh, the people who don't agree eating babies is normal, should do something about it to, to let's say inform them or try to convert them or try to like outlaw their that's, acts? That's outlaw is never think, outlaw is never the way you want to go because, like I said, there's so many people out there. Um, who do it and that is th- that is essentially because America's all about choice it's not about forcing a decision it's about choice you you are making that decision you as the individual are making that decision America just gives it to you as an option whether or not you support America giving we, it to we you we still have laws we still have laws but the, it's but not like you can just do whatever you want you can't do whatever you want but if if law the the tricky part is if this many states are saying that like it's a law that it's okay this many states are also saying that it's not okay. 
But I mean, at this point, like people are so going to argue about this. The real forever. question is, where do we draw the line? That because is the if real question. If we if we let abortion that's, be okay, what else are we gonna let be okay? Yeah, that's that's things the are gonna classic. Push, things are gonna keep pushing and pushing and pushing until until it's at the point where where you said we are desensitized. Where it is eating babies. Where it is eating babies. Yeah, we're yeah. desensitized to everything. Well, and, that's the fear. That's the classic conservative fear of letting one thing go that, as a whole they don't really like or support at all. And that's the fear of doing that. But doing that keeps the spirit of America alive and it keeps the country gelling. You never want to tell somebody that they can't do that when there's millions of other people doing it and supporting it and marching for it on the streets. That's just my opinion because I'm an American and I believe that we should hold up to those rights. We should never tell somebody that they can't do that because this is this is like America. And just like people tell people if you don't like if you don't like America, like get out. If you don't like the fact that people have the choices to do what they want and you very well have the choice to not support it, verbally not support it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Verbally chastise anybody who has anything to do with that, you know what I'm saying? You can live your life outside of that and you, in this country you can live your life and never even hear about it, see about it anything about it you you have the choice to never ever know it exists but then at that point you're just kind of floating around and, and not necessarily standing up for anything you're just kind of living life and not not you're not impacting the world or society or anything you're not I know, making but a, a, an impact it, it this it's and that's another tricky part because god is so closely tied in with the foundation of america and yeah. that's really what makes it tricky on the conservative side because yeah, because there's there's a certain right that's felt to appease to that side of it because of the way that the country was founded. And that's mm -hmm. something that I really don't have like much of an opinion on because <clears throat> I mean, and I don't think that just because a bunch of people want to do it, it makes it OK, because I guarantee you there's a lot of closet rapists out there mm -hmm. who would never rape somebody who would never like do it. But if it became okay, they probably would. Mm -hmm. I guarantee you there's guys like that out there. So I'm not saying that that would ever be okay. If there was this many guys who were like, yeah, dude, I, I do this. Let's legalize it. I mean, like, dude, Liberia, man. Like that's exactly my point. Earth. Exactly. My point. Exactly. But like, um, in so, this stuff like that, but I mean, that's, that's a, like a tricky, tricky, tricky issue. Cause either way you go, you're infringing on somebody's rights. Yeah, I, th I think the best we can do, honestly, and what everybody could do is be, be aware, be informed. Yeah, be aware and informed like that. That's all you have, have to do. Have conversations. But what people spread do, the word, what people do with information is, is at the end of the day, it's, it's really up to them. If you tell somebody that if they go and get an abortion, then they're going to hell. If they go and do it anyway. They just bought themselves a ticket to hell. And that was their choice. See, I, see, I, I, don't along believe, the way. I don't believe that. Well, I'm saying that's a that's a hypothetical. I know, I'm not saying that's what you would say, but I know. I'm just saying that like I don't believe that people go to hell that do that. Cuz No, I mean, I'm not saying I'm not saying you do believe that or I believe that people go to hell, but that's just kind of like a an example of it. It's a it's a popular statement that people say. Exactly. Yeah, I understand. But I I'm just saying like me personally and for people who think everybody that that thinks abortion shouldn't be uh legalized they don't think that way like i don't you know i'm someone who doesn't support abortion 
but I also don't think you go to hell if if you do get an abortion. I think it's a horrible think, thing in that like you have your own stuff to deal with so, and God that's between you and God and I just hope that this people is, can make This is what I think is the best policy for it. So at work it's tricky. We have clients, we have multiple, you know, people on the floor. I have a lot of partners. Um you know, if I'm working if I'm working with somebody and maybe they just kind of fizzled out. They come back the next day. I'm not there. They work with somebody else. We got to split that somehow. We got to work it out between ourselves. And the managers want no part in it. They don't. They they don't want to enact a law to say if this happens, it's a split. If this happens, it's split. Because they understand that there's situations all inside of it, and it will always be an argument. There will always be a way for the other person to say, well, it should be all mine. And the other person can say, well, it should be all mine. And nobody really saying it should be a split. Because no rules can really encapsulate an endless possibility, like endless possibilities of situations. And so they leave it up to us. I have to figure it out with one of my partners. It's a conversation between us and we ultimately come to an agreement. And that's, I think that's the best way to govern because you can let people have the conversation with each other. If you really felt passionately enough about it, you could go talk to, and that's another problem with the country right now. You could go talk to somebody about it. You could have a conversation, even if it evolves into you just screaming at each other in the streets. And I'm talking about like these crazy mobs that people do, even if that's what evolves to, you're having the conversation. When, when Antifa gets involved, that's where it gets messed up. The that's the right. line drawn. Yeah, and the what's, far right What's it too. called, the alt-right? Yeah, the alt-right. So, I mean, having having a conversation about it is definitely the best way to go. But as soon as daddy steps in and makes a law for it, daddy's chosen a side. Daddy can't choose a side. You know what I'm saying? You got two You got two daughters, one saying she's right, one saying she's wrong. I think it... it it depends with anything. In this it depends. World, it There's depends. so many different ways it can go. And there even are in, some things that quote unquote daddy should take a stance on and, and you know, say this is right. This is wrong. Or and, else it turns. And daddy has taken mayhem. stances on many things, but there are some things that there are so many different ways it can go. And everybody, especially with the abortion topic, everybody knows the all the different ways it can go and how exhausting it is to talk about all those different ways. But at the end of the day, something like that, where there can be all types of reasons for for somebody's motives, I think it's best it's best left up to uh, better judgment, the and, people, and moral, grown people, and and, and your own ethical decision. Um, because if one person may not do it, another person might. And for something like that, where it's where even even the states, even the governments of each state have not even come to an agreement on whether or not they like it or not, because some states have it illegal, some states have it legal. Even the states haven't decided yet. So that's something that's obviously polarizing and it's obviously a 50 50 thing and things like that. And this is not an abortion talk. I'm that's an example. I'm generalizing. Things should just be. I mean, and honestly, the way that checks and balances are set up, it's, it's kind of a, a rigorous process to go through to make something legal or, or illegal. Yes. That it goes through so many opinions and has such a big conversation that it eventually usually works out for the best. Yeah. But I guess they, they pretty much do that for us. If anything is just egregiously obvious, it's going to go straight through, but stuff where you just never know 
uh, I it gets mean, stuck in the process. And it gets stuck in the process, and when and maybe I think, that's a good thing. I think, yeah, I think it's a good thing if stuff gets stuck in the process because certain stuff like that, and this is a perfect example of something that gets stuck in the process. But some, stuff like that, man, you just got to leave it up to: would you do it or would you not do it? The options available, and and you know, for a lot of people, they'd do it. For a lot of people, they wouldn't do it. So Seth Rowe, we're reaching the bottom of the hour. We are. I wasn't even timing this session. It's a long one. And we didn't even go through half of the topics. Like, there's some pretty good topics on here. I didn't even get to talk about Johnny Depp. What the? What did he do? Dude, his divorce. Another divorce? Another divorce, yeah. Apparently... Another celebrity divorce. Another celebrity divorce. Apparently, he uh, his ex-wife... I cannot, dude. Kaiki. <laughs> Can I'm you sorry. believe that we go deep for like 30, 45 minutes twice in a row and then both <laughs> times right after you bring up a celebrity divorce, dude? This is exactly why I wanted to start the podcast off with a different tone. No, it's not the like fact I, that it's not the fact that you're I switching I told you there's tone. no coming back from no, what, what we talked about. It's not the about. fact that you're switching tone and there's no coming back. It's it's the fact that like I understand. It's a celebrity I, divorce that comes out of your mouth. Like it's not has nothing to do with the tone. It's I just mean that, that. But this one's a good one. Okay, this one's a good one. That's right, why man. I brought it up. I just thought it was funny. The the Miley Cyrus one that was pure chance that you brought her up. Okay. And I happened to read something the other day. About <laughs> <laughs> but this you didn't thing. Look for it. What? You didn't look for it. No, just, I didn't. Look, it just popped up. You didn't up. see the. You didn't see the headline, and you were like, "Oh my god, I have to read and that." It just you just happened upon yes, it. Yes, it just it just popped right out. Okay. Of me. Yeah. And sure. it just so happened to be a, another divorce, coincidentally. Anyway, so Johnny Depp's ex-wife. I hate that we're talking about this right now. Maybe we should save it for the next podcast, but no, this we'll go, ties no, in. This ties into the very beginning, Seth. Really? The very beginning. I don't even remember the beginning at this point. You'll know. So Johnny Depp's ex-wife apparently beat him, domestically abused him. Uh-huh. And apparently she has a long-running history of domestically abusing her significant others because she was a lesbian, or still is, I don't even know. Uh, I don't even know her name. Um, but she would beat her girlfriend at the time, too. And I think it was Jay... No, it was uh, the lady who was married to Brad Pitt. Angelina? Angelina Jolie told Johnny Depp not... To be with this chick because she knew about her domestic abusive history. And get this, Seth, bro. She pooped on his bed. <laughs> Classic. She defecated on this man's bed. Can you imagine? Being and denied it. Denied it. Like she it blamed was, it on the dog. Oh, that was my next question. Do you have pets? Yeah, and and you know what Johnny Depp said? That's that's human shit, love. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's what he said. Yeah, that's probably what he said. <laughs> he said that is way too big to come out of our dog. That is yours. He said no, 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 love. That's human shit. Love. That's human shit, love. <laughs> he said yes. he's, he came out of the bathroom. He's like, he's like, darling, did you, did you literally shit the bed? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so everything ties back to defecation and, you know, uh, the beginning of the podcast. Our universe was created by um, a 
a defecation um, of a godly atoms. a godly hippo shitting into a celestial river. That's a good way. That's a good title for the podcast. Oh my gosh! And we're the the microbiome, the whatever. We are the microbiomes, and we're out here we're growing, the mi- growing corn that are and killing. Shit. No, that are killing the lake and the and the other living creatures around the lake because we're exactly like that. Earth is the we're Earth, polluting. Earth is the, the lake. lake, and we are the microbiomes, and we are killing other species, and we're even um, engaging in combat with ourselves. You know what's funny? The we always end up talking about politics. Here. But but listen to this. This goes back to the thing that I said that I think about a lot in life and I realize a lot and that's that everything works to scale. And that's why that's why I brought it up because if you look at the hippo shooting, if you look at, you know, the upbringing of Africa versus America, you look at all this stuff, that's the scale is getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And if if you keep looking at scales like that and you say, "Okay, if let me if you look at that and you say, "Okay, if this happens, let me assume, and you think about something that happens on Earth that you already know happens, but you just kind of do a logical experiment. If you say, okay, if this happens, let's say this happens. Well, that's something that happens on Earth already. And you say, okay, well, if that happens, let me just assume here that this happens. And that also happens to happen on Earth. So if you can assume something based off these patterns that you're seeing in life, not just humans, but in life, creatures and plants and everything, naturally you can assume the same for the entire galaxy, oh, one hundred percent. From the galaxy to the universe, oh, dude, there's no telling what's going on in like past our solar so, system right now, and it's so complicated, so, the and micro, so big. The microbiomes that in that river that the hippo was shitting in live in Africa, which is another product of something running down the ocean, people, namely, and creating whatever society is going on there, even though they were already there. But I don't, I don't even know where I'm going with this. But like that's there and then it's on Africa, which is on the planet, which is like a byproduct of the planet, which is a byproduct of this other stuff, which is a byproduct of this other stuff, which is a byproduct. And there's just all, there's just all these cycles and things going Dude, on. There's more, there's more I want to talk about too about all this, but I think... We should talk about yeah, it. Yeah, dude, I'm starting off, to off the air because it's, it's kind of late. And yeah, I'm starting to get crazy. I'm starting to. <laughs> and then. <laughs> hey, that's uh, that's what we need around here. Pays the bills. Yeah, no, it's it's paid more than the bills. That's right. We we're living comfortable around here. Yep. We just have stuff. <laughs> we have <laughs> a life size Darth Vader. Yeah. Right next to Sethro over here, and he. He's pretty amazing. He doesn't really do much. No. Well, he he watches over the the studio. Yeah. While we're gone. Scares away the the crows. And we've actually, you just reminded me, we've got a new studio in the works. It's being built right now. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Did we have any winners to our, uh, our giveaway last week? Shoot, what was the prize again? <laughs> we definitely have a winner. Yeah. We definitely have a winner. Yeah, we're going to figure all that out after we, this podcast. We, yeah, we just don't know. No, we know who it is. We just don't know what exactly. Who is it? Should we give them? Who is it, Kaiki? Who's the winner? Oh, dude, it's a... Uh, let me pull it up on my phone. Yeah. Because they have these crazy names on social media nowadays. It yeah. is... Well, there was, so, there, was, there was like 500 entries, right? Oh yeah, at least. 
Jerry Atrix. <laughs> Jerry Atrix? Jerry, can you believe that? J- like A T R I X. Atrix. Yes. How did you know? Do you know him? No, I just I'm guessing his last name because that's you, like because the if you know if you know him personally, then we can't if give you, him a prize. If your last name has a X in it, a CKS in it, and it's not an X, you're not cool. You're just not cool. <laughs> so you're telling me if Jimi Hendrix was spelt with a CKS at the end of it, not he cool. wouldn't be not cool. You know what's weird? You agree with me. I slightly agree with you. Yeah. Because Jerry, that, dude, there aren't many names with the letter X in them. Mm-mm. Well, I mean, when I well, I'm specifically talking about like the end of the word, like the CKS. If your last name is Hendrix and you do CKS at the end, change it to X, dude. What are you doing? <laughs> <coughs> like, what if your name was like Hicks, and then H-I-X. you just change it to H I X? Yeah. What if your last name was? You're just like an what extreme redneck. Fricks. Fricks. Yeah. Oh, uh, dude, that that that'd be a pretty cool rap name. Let's just eliminate CKS from the vocabulary entirely and just teach school. Like if you X. if you spell bricks, it's B R I X. <laughs> you know, like why do we why do we do that to ourselves? Why do we have to go C K S when we could just go? <laughs> like why why do we do you or your your and your I, why aren't they just spelled one your then because you, people. because you have conjunctions Kaiki. not all of them are conjunctions yeah but you have one conjunction so you have to make the the difference between you are and your there's only two yours Sorry, I was thinking of there. Yeah. Not your. That that was stupid. Wait, there's three. There are, there there's are, three theirs? Yeah. T-H-E-R-E. T-H-E-I-R. Okay, what's the third one? T-H-E-Y. Oh. Posh V-I-R. Well, then you got a conjunction. You got a conjunction. Eliminate the conjunction because it doesn't count. But then then you got only there two. and there. But, but you've got like... But there is like a possessive, and there is like a location. Uh-huh. It's a, is it an adjective? Clearly, I'm, I'm, grammar is not my strongest suit. Um, <clears throat> I think this is a good spot to end the podcast before we start sounding even dumber. We've run out normal. of steam. I mean, dude, I've got some, some topics. But no, we, we can never run out of steam. Right. This but if you want to find out what the topics are next week, come and visit us back and share with your friends at the That's How We See It podcast. I've been one of your lovely hosts, Kayak. And it's been me, Seth Rowe. And it's been the good old alien plugin, Seth Rowe. Alien plugin? Alien plugin. What does that mean? It's a reference to one of our previous podcasts. <laughs> when I asked you what you would do if you found, if you caught did an you, alien Did in you a cage. know that I was going to say Dude, that? my dad, no, I, I had a feeling. My dad still laughs about that to this day. 
Dude, that's the when he explains people to to when he explains that other people are podcast. That's like one of the main things he brings up. He what says, does he say? He says, Kaiki and his friend are so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Kaiki asks him, "Hey, Seth, if you catch an if you caught an alien, what would be the first thing you did with it?" <laughs> and he he has the nerve to say, "I would fuck it." That's not how I say he it. He says it in that voice. That's not how I say it. I know. How do, how do you say it? I I think I think I was like. Let's oh. reenact it, Seth. If you you're telling, what would you do if you if you just set up a little cage, and alien happened to crawl into it and you caught it, what would you do to it? The very first thing. I'd fuck it. Dude, that was so creepy. Why did you say it like that? I think that's how I said it. I don't think you said it like that. I remember when I you said it. I don't think I went. I'd fuck it. Yeah, you said it like that. No, I did not say it yes, like that. You did. Dude, run back the tape. <laughs> run the tape back. Uh, you know what, what? Which one is that? Which podcast? Oh, Aliens and Ellen, probably. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, we talked about Aliens a couple times, but Dude, yeah, probably, it, it probably every, every podcast, we had an alien streak going on. You know what? I'm going to add, I'm going to get that snippet of of you saying that and adding it to the beginning of the podcast or the end. I, I don't know yet. I'm going to test it out. It's going to be like, that's a classic quote. That's how quote. we see it. Out, oh, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like it's like that's how it feels to chew five gum. Out, oh, fuck it. <laughs> no, it's yes. like no. We should make like the intro like a collage of like all the like funny sound bites. Yeah. But then we'd have to find all of them. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't that be that would hard. Suck. I have all of them saved here, so. I'm, again, I'm, anyway, all right, we're signing off. Thanks again, ladies and gentlemen. It has on, a been a pleasure. Keep on surfing. Just keep doing what you're doing. Keep on surfing. Keep smiling like you're smiling. We'll see you back next time. We can't give you a certain date, but it is coming. There's a need, there's a demand, and we have the supply. Yeah, there's a high demand. There really is. And send us requests. If you see me in person, don't be afraid to throw an idea at us because we will. If you see Kaiki at, at McDonald's, I want everybody to gather around him and just have him crowd surf at this McDonald's. Because I don't think it's, so, I for one don't think it's fair that I've had dude, this experience. we can't have Kaiki this again. It. We can't have this again. Okay. I, I don't even think I'm allowed in a McDonald's 10 miles radius of me right now. What happened? You happened. Oh, yeah, that's right. The, the crowd happened. We're banned. Well, you got to go to get... You got to crowd surf at least once. Yeah. Over All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll catch you back next time. Uh, peace out. Keep Do you have on, anything you want to say to the beautiful people? Keep on surfing. Keep right on, on surfing. Till next time. Cheers. Yeah. So See you.